So, uh, this, in this Advent series, we've been exploring Advent from the different perspectives of the individuals who were there at the heart of the action and saw God's rescue plan firsthand. With Advent, according to Zechariah and Elizabeth, we asked the question, how can we prepare our hearts for Advent? And we discovered we should keep praying to God because with God, the impossible can happen. With Advent according to Mary, we ask the question, what does Advent teach us about God's promises to us? And we discovered that God is faithful and trusting and obeying him can bring us joy. With Advent according to Joseph, we ask the question, what does it look like to be a hero of faith? And we discovered that Joseph was a hero because he didn't fight for himself, he fought for others. With Advent according to Simeon and Anna, we asked the question, is it ever too late to serve God? And we discovered that it's never too late to serve God, and actually, the best is yet to come. And today, it's Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day, and we're all happy, aren't we? We are so delighted about that. We are delighted. And uh, we're going to be looking at Advent briefly, according to the Magi and the Shepherds. And we'll be asking the questions, what do we need to remember this Christmas? What do we need to remember this Christmas? So, some of us have already opened our Christmas presents. Some of us are waiting to open our Christmas presents. And some of us have opened some of our Christmas presents and are drawing out the excitement by opening more later on. Giving and receiving gifts is amazing, isn't it? It feels so great. But one thing we must never forget, and it's what Christmas is all about, it's that God gave us the best gift he could. He gave us himself. He gave us himself in the person of Christ. God has given us himself in the gift of Jesus. If you forget everything else I say, remember that. God has given himself to you as a gift because he loves you. So what do we need to know about the passage? Who were these mysterious magi? They were Gentile people. That means they weren't Jewish. They were Gentile people from the East who were very wealthy scholars. They were gifted mathematicians and skilled astronomers. They were prolific readers interpreting the happenings in the cosmos. They possessed knowledge of the natural order and the supernatural. They were the scientists and the professors of their time. They were seekers of truth and believers in the Messiah, Jesus. God gave them a special sign. What was the sign? A star. He gave them the special sign, which was the star which announced the birth of the king. The star led them to Jerusalem, and they learnt from the words of the prophets in Scripture that the king would be born in Bethlehem, and they went and worshipped Jesus the king, presenting gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The Magi travelled hundreds of miles from their home, as they followed the light in the sky to see the King of the Jews, Jesus, who is the light of the world. When they finally found him, they experienced joy in their hearts. 
And they worshipped him and gave him their gifts. Today, so often, we expect, we expect God to come looking for us. We expect God to explain himself to us. We expect God to prove who he is to us. And we expect him to come giving us gifts. Although I believe God is continuously pursuing each one of us every day, all the time, when we see it and when we don't, the Magi teach us a lesson about the importance of seeking after God, not for what we can get, but simply seeking him for who he is. They recognize that the Messiah was a gift to the whole world, to you and to me. God reveals who he is to those who search for him. And when we do, he rewards us. He rewards us with the gift of faith and the gift of his presence. Isn't that good? Isn't that good? The Magi had been seeking the true king. And it must have been offensive to King Herod. Why? Because those gifts they had been carrying were not meant for King Herod. They were for Jesus. Herod, called King Herod the Great, was anxious about this coming king, and he wanted to destroy him. We know he was a cruel and violent man who murdered. He could not bear the thought that Jesus could take his title as the king of the Jews. He couldn't bear that thought. So he sought to destroy this precious child. The Magi were seeking the king. Herod was opposing the king, and the priests were ignoring the king. The priests told the Magi that they would find Jesus in Bethlehem. They quoted from the prophet Micah. But they were not willing to obey God's word and go and see him for themselves. Isn't that interesting? They were not willing to worship him, and they actually missed out on seeing God's gift with their very own eyes. Herod opposed God's gift to the world. The priests resisted God's gift to the world, but the Magi received God's gift to the world, and they worshipped him traveling all the distance to meet with him and bringing gifts appropriate for a king. The gifts, the precious metal gold, represented kingship on earth. The incense of frankincense was a symbol of Jesus' divine nature, his deity. And the embalming oil, myrrh, was a prophetic symbol of the death that Jesus would experience on the cross. God has given us the gift of himself in the person of Jesus. Jesus is the king. Jesus is God. And Jesus won the victory over death for you and for me. Isn't that good news? Isn't that good news? And those gifts that the Magi gave uh, to Jesus reveal the gospel symbolically, powerfully revealing the gospel and all that Jesus was and all he would do. So, we thought about the Magi. So, the story of the shepherds is detailed in the Gospel of Luke. And the shepherds, like the Magi, entered the center stage of God's plan of salvation. 
And the angel announced to them about the arrival of the Messiah. But why did God choose shepherds? Why not priests or scribes or important people? Shepherds were hard-working men. But unlike the Magi, they didn't have expensive gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh to give to Jesus. Additionally, shepherds were outcasts in Israel because of their commitment to their flock. They were unable to observe the meticulous ceremonial practices regarding hygiene and cleanliness. They were considered unclean because they had dirty hands and they probably were very smelly. On the surface, they had little to offer Jesus. But once they had seen him, they told everybody about him. They told the whole world about Jesus and all they had experienced. And in many ways, they were one of the first to be evangelists for him. And this was their gift to Jesus, to tell the world about him. Isn't it good that if we don't have much, there's always something we can offer? Isn't that good? So, why did God choose the Magi and the shepherds to reveal that the light of the world had arrived to the world? God called the rich and mighty, the foreign and the unworthy, when he called the Magi. But also, he called the poor and lowly, the unclean, the despised, when he called the shepherds. Having the Magi and the shepherds at the center of the story reveals the inclusivity of God's love for all people, from all nations, from all tribes, from all backgrounds. God loves every single one of us. Every single one of us matter to him. God's gift is for all people. We have received the gift of God, the Father's love, which was demonstrated through the life, the sacrifice of God the Son, and which is encountered through the Holy Spirit. The prophet Isaiah, you know about him, don't you? The prophet Isaiah, he foresaw the arrival of Jesus the King and what that would mean. And he said this, the people walking in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. We have been given the gift of God himself who is with us and who loves us. He is with us and he loves us. He is the light of the world who puts the gift of his light in our hearts. He puts his light in our hearts to shine out into the world. Isn't that good? Isn't that good that his love lives inside us and we can give it out to others? So, what do we need to remember this Christmas? That God has given us the gift of himself in Jesus Christ. Amen.
Amen. I'll lead us in a short prayer. Heavenly Father, may your light shine in our hearts and may your love overflow within us and from us. May each one of my brothers and sisters know more and more of your love and your light in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen.